listen and subscribe to The Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Welcome everybody to Blurred Lines. This is your man Cam. With me as always is... The man known as Officer Vogler, a.k.a. the one that can bench 80 midgets. <laughs> as well as... This is Big Josh, a.k.a. the Black Professor X, complete with the ball, with the with the baldy. I'll, I'll clean that and, <laughs> and bringing it up to the rear. And this is D'Angelo, a.k.a. the Professor, a.k.a. the Most Diabolical, a.k.a. The evil genius. I really gotta get me some AKs. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about something with regards okay. to that. Go ahead, go ahead, D'Angelo. Tell, tell him. No, 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 no. You can. We can wait to to on a podcast. I was just thinking, like that's that's that classic them trying to have it both ways. Like they're trying to do something that is culturally connected, but at the same time, not willing to go into that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like we we had the mention of the enslavement and all that stuff, but. It was. It wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I probably won't go there just until I have more time. Too bad. Now. We already went there. Well, everybody, <laughs> we're talking about the new Black Panther film. As you can see, with with uh, Professor D's already slightly frustrations. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm always frustrated about about Marvel and in most cases the MCU, but. Yeah. Um, we'll okay, so all of us have finally watched it. You know, we kind of gave some, gave everybody some time. I'm the last one to watch it actually, um, so that was a good thing. Um, but yeah, so we watched. We're talking about Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever, and I would say, uh, you know what? Initial thoughts. We'll go initial thoughts, and then we'll go a deep dive. Josh, yeah. Josh, we'll start with you. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was a little bit long, um, but. But it was it was it, it did what it was it, it did what it needed to do I guess, um, it didn't overreach it didn't try to be something it wasn't all all to 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 my to my applause, um, you know there there was some there were some questions that popped up I guess about you know things like uh, using a female character's death to sort of. Uh, push the narrative and sort of motivate the main character or the hero of the story. Um, there are questions about cultural appropriation, you know, on the one hand, you know, it's great that, that, uh, that Ryan Coogler sort of uh, uses indigenous culture and African culture to sort of in the way that he does to sort of inform not only the characters, but uh, you know, but the character's choices throughout the film. Um, but overall, you know, uh, I mean, the uh, uh, D'Angelo and I had a major concern and conversation about whether or not this thing was going to be this massive tearjerker that was just going to be, you know, crying every time. You know, it's going to have people in tears every time Chadwick Boseman or 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 the or the name T'Challa was mentioned. And to our pleasant surprise, they did not do that. Instead, they yeah. used uh Chadwick slash T'Challa's passing to be sort of a narrative piece, a theme um, that sort of weaved in and out of the overarching story pretty well, I thought. I don't know, you know, D D will probably have something a little bit more in-depth and, and uh a, a a little bit more incisive to say. But I think for me, I think they did a deft 
job, Brian Cooley, this could not have been easy to write. I think uh, this is the thing that's been rolling around in my head since I've seen it. I've seen it twice. And yeah. the thing that rolls around in my head, especially considering that, that the original script was either done or on its way to being done when Chadwick Boseman passed, yes. Yes. this could not have been easy for him to write. And so, you know, yeah. applause to him. I forget the other writer's yeah. name, but applause to 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 Ryan Coogler and the other dude who who wrote this with him for weaving such a, 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 a it was heartfelt without being heartfelt right like it 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 did the job of mourning the character mourning the actor um, but at the same time making it making the film more about general loss than it was about the loss of right. this particular individual, which I thought was impressive. Yeah. I thought was smart. I thought was the right way to emotionally sort of tug on heartstrings without like full on yanking on them. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it, it was just, it, it didn't imply Chadwick Boseman's passing. It didn't, um, you know, it, it, it felt, it felt, it felt, it felt, it felt like you, uh both him and T'Challa uh, the right way. So, you know, I mean, there, there's always the conversation of, the, there's always been, uh, been been rising up this conversation of whether or not it was as good as the last one or if you, you know, you, you can sort of um, compare the first one to the second one. And for me, I kind of feel like, you know, you... I was saying this to Cam earlier, you know, you can't really uncork that genie twice, you know, like with the, in, in the instance of the first Avengers film, nothing will ever replace that first shot of them gathering up after, uh, after, after Bruce turns into the Hulk and punches out one of the big war wagons, uh, that they're throwing at, at, at Manhattan. Nothing will ever replace that. And, and what, Let's let's be frankly. I don't mean okay. to interrupt, but that film, event, just to your point, the Avengers film, mm-hmm. the first film as a film, is better than the other than the sequels. And I'm sorry, people probably mm-hmm. don't agree with that. I'm not saying that it's more exciting mm-hmm. to watch. I'm saying that as mm-hmm. a film, top to bottom, it is better than its predecessors, than its successors. In the same way that Black Panther, the original, is a little bit step above this. It's hard to outdo the original mm-hmm. success with a sequel. There's only a few rare yeah, occasions. Sure. Yeah, the Dark Knight, Godfather Part 2, you know? Yeah, no, that's a good way. I think I was on like, I wasn't really hyped for this. It's weird. I didn't have like the, I mean, again, like you said, the, the original of the first one, the hypeness that we had when we were going to go see it, like I watched it early with the when I was working at Marvel, which was awesome. I, we all, I had tickets with the BET homies. We had our daishikis. Shit was fucking mm-hmm. fun, and it was cool. And it was like it was a cultural moment, yes. I would say. Yeah. yeah, and it's something that you will never get again. And I'm glad that we were all there to ex- experience it, fellowship in it. We freaking laughed and we we're super into it. And like rewatching, you know, Black Panther, that third act still kind of lags a little bit. But Josh, Josh mm-hmm. said it really is the CJ, the CG. And for me, the CG really took me out of it to reevaluate that. Um, I kind of want to go back and watch it again to kind of get that. Um, I think for this one, I mean, if I've said this multiple times, I wish they would have recasted um, uh, Black Panther just in general because I, I was I'm on the firm believer that this could have been our uh, 
our freaking James Bond. This could have been our Spider Man. Mm-hmm. This could have been our Batman, where they recast another actor. It keeps on the legacy. Da, 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 da. James Bond's been going on for how many years? It's been like what? How many different ones? And I think I, to me, this could have been that thing. Oh, we can speak about later. Holiday, figure that out later. But I was a little. That's why I was a little kind of like not as not as uh, hype for it. But then I saw that. Oh, okay. Namor got the wings. One hundred percent there. That was that was like re- I was really surprised if they were going to do that or not. Um, and his flight patterns spoke to how those wings would yep theoretically mm-hmm. work. I, they they pulled it mm-hmm. off. I, I was not. Yeah. I was surprised. I I was wondering if the design wise they were going to go with that route, and that was a very big thing for Namor in the comics. Mm-hmm. So for all of us like comic book geeks, we we're just like, yo, dope. And they got they kept the ears, yo. And dope. as a Namor fan, I feel like. On the one hand, they nailed him. On the other hand, they didn't. And this is something D and I yes. were talking about. You know, yeah. on the one hand, you know, just in terms of the general aesthetic, they definitely hit home with how, how who and how Namor can be. But yeah. then they missed because uh, I don't have a more delicate. Namor is a bit of a jackass. <laughs> yep. And I don't think you got enough of that. Um, yeah, he, like he's very duplicitous, so you did get some of that. Like he's he's duplicitous, yeah. but he's duplicitous on the side of and in favor of Atlantis. Always, Atlantis is always yeah. positioning Atlantis to come yeah. out on top in any scenario is always first and foremost for him. So yeah, and he's a monarch, so, so yes, I wouldn't exactly. right, right. Um, yeah, and that's part of the reason why him and Black Panther in the comics were are kind of similar because they're both monarchs mm-hmm. and they have mm-hmm. a, an air of arrogance and pompousness mm-hmm. to them. And I yeah. think in this, and that's the one thing I didn't get from Namor in this in this uh, iteration. Um, a little like gleaming here mm-hmm. and there, but like he didn't have the like the one thing about the comics is he's a dick, yes. and he's like, and he knows he's like yes. a dick, and he knows and he it. Rebels. He knows he's pretty. He knows he's powerful. He knows he can literally whoop anyone except for the Hulk. He still has problems with him, but like, <laughs> but in general, like he's a general. He's 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 genuinely a dick, yes. and like he likes it. He revels mm-hmm. in it. He he's he he is not going to be a nice person. And refresh my memory on how yeah, the end of uh, War with Atlantis ended. There was something that happened where, like, T'Challa was T'Challa and Namor have their their sort of meeting of the kings type of joint at the end, and T'Challa's talking all kinds of all kind of spicy, and Namor is like, "We're standing in a puddle of water where your capital used to be. <laughs> you need to calm down. You didn't win anything. Yep. I stopped. Mm-hmm. I stopped yep. because I have other things to do. Quite frankly, with my day." And yep. I got I gotta rewind. I gotta rewind. Yeah, we I definitely do. And I forget what it was that yeah. he that he sort of set up where Shuri comes over. Like he gave Shuri information about something that T'Challa did that just wasn't quite right. And so basically she just he destabilizes everything because Shuri and him have been like in lockstep for since the beginning, for, for decades. So to destabilize and then I think he was deposed as king at one point, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, because of something that Namor did, and mm-hmm. so Namor kind of walks yeah, away exactly. like, "Dog, if you think I've lost, <laughs> if you think I've lost, you need to really reevaluate a the puddle of that you're standing in where your capital used to be, and everything all, in terms of repercussions and everything that I've laid out since you and I got into conflict." And he bounced. Yeah, yeah, Happy. and I think that's the thing where I'm like, I, I like there was a good. 
I think Neymar's character was pretty cool in terms of how, like I said, design wise, I love the mind oh, aspect yes. of it. That was awesome. Oh, yes. I mean, I like the groundedness that the uh, quote unquote Atlanteans had. Like, I like that it was very not uh, uh, Aquaman's Atlanteans. And, there was no and fucking to that point, octo, uh, octo, uh, octopus playing the drums so and shit. Like, point, <laughs> I just happened to catch Aquaman that was on uh, yesterday. And the thing that I think we all liked about it the most uh, being the underwater battle at the end and the 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 reptile people that you know when um when they attack the boat and then they light the flare and the crabs and shit those things gotta tell you weakest part of the movie now for me it looks like everything (laughs) is very plastic and the cg which was amazing it was is a feat unlike anything we've seen as far as underwater uh filming is concerned but it looks really plastic now, and the and and I think yeah, it's glossy. And, say again. I was just gonna say it's glossy and yes, cartoonish. Yes, yes, it very much is, and I don't think the, it's with the cinematography of of uh, Wakanda Forever. There, you're underneath the seat. Right. There, it's right. darker. It's more yes. grimmer. It's yep. it looks yes. hollow. Yeah, which is again the way the ocean mm-hmm. is. Like it's it's has many crevices and caves yeah. and things yes. like that that. That yeah. that or just have no light yep. because light yep. can't reach. Yeah, can't yeah. reach. I love how Even they the did. The city itself was kind of dark because again, it's underneath the sea. Yeah. It gets no mm-hmm, sunlight. Mm-hmm. And the is bright. And I liked yeah. how they they utilized light in the sea throughout, like yes. the way the lighting was and how they did it. And how they like you know from a concept artist like what's the one thing concept art and art from this from top to bottom was fucking amazing yes. like the all the underwater stuff you know all of the Wakanda's uh, uh, dress and everything else there's like it was but underwater like I liked how they like you said it was not you know it's not you know noon on in, in Hawaii <laughs> underwater. Like, right. Right. like, like the whole time it's murky. There's when there's light, the light actually shone. Like it's, it it's, looks it's, like it's, you're it, underwater, one hundred percent. And it was really dope yeah. that they did that. And I think, um, and then concept wise, I like the introduction of you know how the Mayan situation kind of got into there. It made, it made yes. everything feel grounded. Everything <clears> makes sense. Like it, it, I like that. Even I even like that they didn't call them Atlanteans either, where they just say, "Hey, this is a city mm-hmm. in one part of our vast, massive kingdom." But like that, I like those like elements that kept it kind of grounded and it made it feel uh, a lot more real. And and uh, and like I said, I think Namor like design wise and everything else, super super. Yeah, perfect. Um, perfect. If I, if, I, if I didn't know anything about Namor and I'm seeing this, it's like, oh okay, this is cool. Bad guy from water and answers. Okay, he's not Aquaman, but he's not like whatever. Okay, this is interesting, you know. Um, but from that aspect of it, so now shifting from the Namor, who's the the antagonist of it. We have Letitia Wright kind of picking up the mantle of being the more. It was basically her and Angela Bassett that were the protagonists of the story, sure. essentially. Like their main, they were the main people. You know, uh, I was a little concerned because I didn't think Letitia Wright could could actually pull it mm-hmm. off to be the main focal point of the story. Uh, to Josh's credit, I agree. I do agree with them that she did a really good job, way better than I expected, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Riri entering it wasn't bad at all Ooh, actually that was like, a major concern for was, you if i was, remember correctly uh yeah that was, that was a major concern because i was like how are you gonna do this let's put two smart black women in there blah 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 but i thought they did a, did a pretty solid job they could have done better on the designs of the suit but it's kind of smart mm-hmm. they kind of went the whole to- old school tony stark origin bulky blah 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 yada yada um uh shout out to my girl julia uh, lewis dreyfus was killing it 
as always, it's having fun. Just just coming in real quick, seeing still and then bouncing. <laughs> Lady Hydra. Um uh but yeah, I'm gonna shoot to D kind of give me your uh your your thoughts. You chimed in a little bit, but like um overall, what did you think? Yeah, overall, I mean I wasn't um I wasn't wild or anything like that. I thought it was a very um average sequel in terms of the the overall of what what what's there if i'm being objective you know um they did some they did a lot of things right letitia wright's performance was was excellent she really stepped up as the lead um and so was um and obviously um angela bassett is always amazing no matter what she in most cases no matter what she's she's doing so that was all good like you said riri williams's entry into the story was i thought awkward but at the very at the same time wasn't um wasn't a uh they didn't drop the ball with that i just thought it should have been positioned a little differently um just in terms of of what she represented to as a black american i thought you know it's odd that here we are six or seven years removed from Killmonger's um, coup d'etat and they had agreed to be more um, reaching out to the lost tribe, if you will, and you don't see any of that in terms of what they're doing. But again, going back, because we're talking about narrative choices here, what Josh said, it could not have been easy for Ryan Coogler to, and uh, his name is Joe Robert Cole, to rip up what they had done because obviously they had finished the script, I'm sure, um, with Chadwick continuing on in mind, and now to have to go back, and it had to be really difficult to do that, which is why so many things in in an essence feel underbaked and one-dimensional. Um but having said that, again, top to bottom, the film works. It's not enough. It's not a bad sequel. Um, nobody should have expected it to do to be uh, to surpass uh, the first Black Panther. Even specifically, if if Chadwick had if the thing with Chadwick hadn't happened, maybe that expectation could be there. But because of Chadwick's passing and them ha- and the creatives having to to you know change their focus i think there was always a solemn a solemn cloud of morose hanging over this this movie this story this plot of whatever it would would eventually be because so much of it to me felt like okay this does felt like feel like the result of something that was scrapped and then having to to be put back together um so all in all, I think the film works, but again, there are some there are some issues with the the writing and the characterization. I thought, you know, some of uh, Neymar's motivation was a little too was again a little not developed enough to care about it, um, and you know, I didn't understand why we didn't why to Josh's point about the runtime, it was long. So I think Black Shuri could have become Black Panther a little sooner. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, done more as Black mm. Panther. I'm not okay. sure exactly what what it is she is now exactly. Like, is she the protector of Wakanda or is she just off on her merry way in Haiti? Or is she, um, or is she, uh, you know, what is she, what is she going to come back and challenge Lord Mbukumbaku or something, which I thought was so weird. Yeah, yeah, Why are they calling him Lord? No, like, I know where. Like, that was dope. It was hilarious. But you're right. It was funny. It was, it was, it was funny and, and, and dope, but he, um, but yeah, I just I I like the movie. I don't want to sound like it was this horrible experience because it wasn't neither time. It was very long, yeah. a little too long. Um and I wanted I think they could have let Shuri step into that position. Like to me, immediately when Neymar is like comes at them, the there should have been a campaign a subplot to restore the Black Panther. Like, you know, how do you meet your biggest challenge? You want to go get your champion Mm -hmm. back. Like, I mean, what's going on? And so, yeah, I think that's, I think that's one thing that was, there was a lot of Wakanda, not a lot of Black Panther. Mm. And I think they could have, and I I think if that was, if they were, if, you know, sure, we're supposed to be the Black Panther. Cool. No big deal. Um, I, it would have been even fun if they would have like played around with it. Like Ubaku plays around it for like a half a second and then gets his ass whooped. Okay, I'm not gonna be it. <laughs> but like they could have done more with the Black Panther aspect. Because you're right. If I'm if I'm Shuri and I just met a king out of the water that was on some like yo, do this thing. I'm about to come and wreck shop. You're gonna need a Black Panther. And I think and then he displayed his strength by throwing the dang machine in right there next mm-hmm. to them Max. by dropping it right there. So you see. Automatically, he he boisters of having a a, a massive army. Check. <laughs> he is clearly uh, has superpowers. Yep. Check check. Right. And he got past our defenses and could have assassinated both the queen and the princess and eliminated that royal family right there. Yep. If you don't see those things as a need to go and create that flower and get another Black Panther ASAP, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's, I mean, what's the need of Black Panther. I is. mean, narratively, it probably would have been crazy if they would have uh, murked uh, Angela Bassett on that first scene. Because oh, that, that would have been a motivation for that yeah. rest of it to, you know. Yeah, because literally, the, I think that was the thing. You know, overall, I liked it that Shuri was kind of playing with the whole science versus spirituality thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That was cool. Um, I really, really, we all talked about it, right? We really, really liked uh, the Killmonger cameo. That shit was fucking dope. I thought that was like, I think from a from a black from a black mythology spiritual level, whether you're Muslim, Christian, this, da, 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 the manifestation of what you're feeling in, in, in your dreams, it's a, it's a common thread through a lot of different um, religious experiences, mm-hmm. whether you believe in that crap or not. But I like that they played it that way. And I like that, you know, I thought uh, Michael B. Jordan, I, I was like a little hype. He's like, Whew, yeah, I'm back, guys. I'm back. Just wanna, let, me, let me throw in my, my quick five yeah, minutes yeah, and then yeah, I'm yeah. out. He, yeah, he just came on set and had some plans. Oh, fun. he was having a lot of fun. Probably left the Rocky Three set. <laughs> and the Creed set. Or was visiting <laughs> Jonathan Majors at the, at the uh, uh, Ant-Man set. Yeah. And they both walked over after some coffee <laughs> past the Creed set and went right <laughs> to, went 
right to <laughs> I mean, are these guys not in everything? Yeah, for real. It's pretty funny. Right. I mean, Michael B. Jordan can't, he can't act. The, the best acting he's done is a kill. Michael. Yes. Um, I, would, I would say that that in a uh, uh, Fruitvale's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Fruit. But nah, he shoot, he yeah. shoot that scene, and like, yeah, I think to that point, like we had a lot of Wakanda, which again, which dope. I really liked. Um, I like that they they fleshed out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool that they got they show more of the Dora Minaj. I thought um, uh, Michaela Koa was the last name Koala. Koala Cole, she was awesome. Um, she is awesome. And so I thought that was really good. I like the the Midnight Angel suits are basically a throwback to in the comics, which Shuri's kind of thing that she wears these days, because she's actually is way more spiritual than technical these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was done really well. Um, yeah, like I mean, just visually and like I said, visually felt great. Looked good, felt like a good I, I guess I was to Josh's point and your point, like we're not gonna get the the lightning in the bottle moment mm-hmm. of uh Black Panther that uh that Josh reminded me of, like, you're 100% correct. Cause, but at the same time, it's the same with watching uh, Force Awakens as opposed to Star Wars. You're not going to get the exact same thing. It's going to be cool, but you're not going to have that same type of feeling when you first watch one of these. Yeah, it's like watching, like, like when yeah, I mentioned, I think, like, what we were talking yeah. before, it's like watching Age of Ultron. Like, Age of Ultron is a great movie, but it's not like, it's not that same oomph that you get from that first Avengers movie. It it replicates most of the same things. It does the same things. Yep. It's not the same movie. And I don't mean to say that, you know, Joss Whedon was sort of reductive in, 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 in how he wrote and directed that movie, but it has a lot of the same elements and it's a really good movie on its own. Never going to have that feeling of seeing, you know, the Avengers sort of line up in grand central station about to take on an army of invaders it's just not you can't the only way you duplicate that or better it is endgame yeah and at that point it's a gimmick i mean even though that 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 part was great and we loved it but we call it what it is it was was and that and and yeah and that was and and which i love okay because again (laughs) i was very but they earned that moment so you can't you can't uh, dismiss it because it was yes. an earned moment. Yep. It wasn't just, it was a plot device, but again, it was also very, 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 very earned. I think the problem <laughs> overall that I found with this film that is a, that's a common thread in the, the recent Marvel releases is that they have two hours and they're not really fleshing out the singular world of these characters. Mm. Yes, we saw a lot of visual of Wakanda, but what more did we learn about how Wakanda works and, and how yeah. and mm. operates? Oh, you know, we learned that there's some geopolitical stuff going on, but we knew that from the first film yep. and from all the films that have involved Wakanda. So, you know, what's the polit- what's the real political situation in Wakanda? Do everybody just fall in line? Yeah. Or these tribes frustrated with the royal family and all the things that they have wrought upon them in these last several years. Probably that's a, something to look at for the third film if they do it. But, you know, my thing is that these, these when you have a film, and then the other problem, and I learned this from watching it with um, family members, is that if you're not paying, if, if they, they are making it so that if you're not paying, if you don't watch every single film that uh, between B- Black Panther, 
um, that you don't pick up on certain things. Like I had people ask me, when did Nakia go away? Like, what, mm. like what was like when? What did when did that happen? Yep. Like, yep. you know, like yep. they're they're not because they're they're not going to take the time to watch Endgame and yep. Infinity War, every all the TV mm-hmm. and all these things. You know, Julia Dreyfus is showing up. Most of the people just like, okay, that's Julia Dreyfus. Probably not even remember. <laughs> Yep. So, 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 D, what you're saying is they would have done one line of dialogue. I don't know one one in this situation that one line of dialogue is the answer. I think it's more about it's more about a, a continuity that they're losing between the singular films. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 the character, the singular characters that don't include the overall overarching uh, MCU. Yeah, that's the I would say too. Julia Louis Dreyfus probably should have been the main antagonist of that film. If you're not going to make Neymar, uh, yeah. um as menacing, as villainous as he probably, where the stakes seem irreversible. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, that's the point. Something a little bit deeper would have would have worked. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. to, I think um, and I think an allusion to uh, to to where she where things are very clearly headed with her character, as far as the Thunderbolts are concerned, would have probably been a better look than her because yeah. it seemed like yeah. she was just there to arrest uh, Ross to, to arrest Agent Ross, which was kind of like yeah. okay, I guess. Yeah, my thing was it's like, all right, so you guys are formally married, and she's here to arrest you. It's pretty much like if you, two, again, if you don't know what points that occurred with her character, that's it. Yeah, if you didn't know any, if you didn't know anything about those two characters, and you're just coming in cold, you're just, all you all you watch is Black Panther, and then you show up. You're right. There's no contact. You you might know Ross because okay, yeah, he got saved from before. That's why he's chill with mm-hmm. them. But this other chick kind of shows up. You're like, uh, I don't get it. Like, why, why is he here? Is he here? Da, da, da. <laughs> and to your point of and your point about Riri, it would have been better if she was an MIT MIT student, but she also was like, you know, at one of the outreach centers, and she's like, yes. "Oh, I love Wakanda because I was at the outreach center when I was younger. They helped me, you know, cultivate my skills. Like, actually, got me to get to go to MIT. Mm-hmm. Boom! Now let's start. So then it's like, oh, there's a connection with that whole thing because you're right. Now it's like some random and possibly maybe. I mean, she was working on Stark designs. Exactly. She clearly probably stole those. So I'm not saying that they had to make her a thief. That she yep. took some vibranium notes or anything like that. But what if she learned, used the stuff that she learned to theoretically yeah. mm-hmm. put that out there because it could still go with the idea that she didn't build the machine, but that is a that is a consistent theme yes. in the MCU yes. of tech getting falling into the mm-hmm. wrong hands, specifically exactly. world powers yeah, exactly. who use them to dominate. And, that's, the and that's exactly money. how the... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's and that's how the Riri story kind of starts because and to I would say the Riri character in the comics still isn't fleshed out Ooh. enough because as of now she's a smart black kid that kind of almost made a suit and then Tony comes in and be like, "Yo, I see what you're doing. Here's what you're missing." Boom, and then she makes her own suit. Cool. Then they put her on a bunch of missions. She has no real no real arch nemesis or anything like that. And they really haven't really fleshed her out her character much besides she's a black girl from Chicago and her parents get killed. So what you're saying so is pretty much that a smart. black girl who is quite the genius had a white man come along and help her to prominence. <sighs> 
like yeah, that's true. Yep, exactly. Okay. And then, and, and then to, the to, to double back to what you're saying, not to cut you off, but to double back to what you're saying, you and I have talked about this, I think, ad nauseum at this point. But her origins just, just you you needed yep. to do more than she's from Chicago. Her parents got taken out by gun violence, and that's what spurs her on to become yep. uh, a, a exactly. superhero. Like I think we've yeah. done that already. Like, I think you know multiple. Times. I think we've Uncle Ben Marvel characters to the degree where yeah. it's not interesting anymore. Yeah, and I would say the um, for her character, she, she I think she's oh she's part of the champions. A bunch of young kids, they're all superheroes, blah blah. It's but her on that book. team collectively was a was a really good book. And I her her on that team actually fleshed her character out more. You get to see more personality, motivations, those types of things. And um, the other aspect of it that in that book that was cool that for her character was she's super arrogant, kind of like Tony Stark. She knows her stuff. She knows her tech. And then the champions, for some stupid reason, fight Thanos. And Thanos, of course, swats them along like flies. And then, but her specifically, he like literally was like, what do you think you're doing in this little tin can? And destroys her whole suit doesn't kill her it just leaves her there looking shameful and uh, depleted which inspires her to make a new suit that's more her as opposed to tony stark like that was a good crucial moment in that mm-hmm. character's run oh, okay this is this is something that we got a little bit of teeth on it but in general besides being a smart black girl that runs around in the suit they haven't really done nothing really to give her a lot of depth now the tv show that's coming up could be something that could flesh her out could be something interesting same with that the i think from the future for some of these uh, characters they do a world wakanda um anthology series of eight episodes and, and they like kind of like what to d's point show us more of the geopolitical stuff of wakanda that could be really mm-hmm, interesting mm-hmm. we didn't really get that in this film specifically yeah the ground level stuff i think and in the you know i guess because it's the i get, get it you got two hours but hey you make us sit through two hours and 40 minutes like use some of that to the best of your ability like the third act was better than the first one um i'll say that in terms of overall but at the same time here's my problem with that neymar is a monarch and a conqueror why is he so easily baited into situations like that first it was with ramonda then it was with the with 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 shuri you know like at some point, this guy got to be like, you know what? I'm not falling for that <laughs> one for the old, no, for the no. old roster bot again. Uh, why don't we come up behind them and throw a bunch of water bombs, which I'm still trying to th- figure out the physics of that, uh, a bunch of water bombs into and make them explode and, and wreck their uh, their plan just a little bit. They're like just water balloons, and D'Angelo. God. Ugh. <laughs> I guess I mean you know water helium maybe but anyway um I'm just saying Neymar came out looking very strong like a great mm-hmm. warrior but 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 not as a as a great strategist or or someone that was really playing a long game it was more so like he just found out that they were trying to dig for vibranium and it pissed him off. And so he attacked and then he figured out that obviously the, the Wakandans were, were an al- could be a potential ally because they got a lot in common. And then when they, the partnership goes awry, he attacks them. You know, I would have thought while he, at least, while he was, well, after he attacked them, he would have launched his attack on the surface. Yes, on the surface. I was going to say that as well. Yeah. Say that, as well. Just, that is the that is the the uh, subterranean 
monarchs. Uh, Atlantean player. monarchs. Yeah, that, that's their playbook usually. <clears throat> um, how did you guys feel? I have a question. Yeah, because – Go ahead. Well, I didn't mean to cut you off. Also, I just want to say one, one real quick thing. To trust that the Wakandans would not reveal his secret, obviously they, have, they had Shuri, but how long would that last? So I would think that he would be like, you know what? Maybe we should just go ahead and launch this attack. We really don't need this. Yeah. Like the world is ninety percent, eighty ninety percent water. Exactly. Like I mean, I'm saying yep. if I want to this war, and they don't know I'm coming, yes. so this war is already half right. won. Yeah. And that's what thing. That's the thing I was wondering. I was like, yo, he was like, yo, they're gonna come for you, and then they come for me. It would have been cooler if he was like, yo, you're not riding with us. F it, and then hit Paris, hit London, right. hit New York, instead of attacking you know, hit, Wakanda. Hit, yeah, I did the Ozzy Mandias, and while he was talking to her, it would be like, "Oh, oh, you don't think I would waste a conversation with you <laughs> to, to my, make my move, would you?" And then they just no. cut to the levees breaking all every everywhere, yep. New, like New Orleans exactly. and, and London, and like just mm-hmm. all over. Yep. He's already got him in place. Yep. That would have made him a compelling. It would have made him the jackass that we know him. Yes. Exactly. Yes. It would have gave us a reason to be like, okay, I get, I like your, I like where your mm-hmm. head is, but you're being an yep. asshole. Yes. Yep. And <laughs> that would have been a name. The, the saving grace is Wakanda. Yeah. And then the yeah. saving grace would be Wakanda is the one that stops him. Therefore, right. put him in, yeah. putting them in the better graces of the rest of the world. A better position geopolitically. Because that was the thing with, with Killmonger. We agree with what you're saying, but why you gotta kill the root? <laughs> why you try to cut us off from mm-hmm. the ancestors? Yep. I mean, there's magic in that, man. Like we giving you super strength of the ancestors. Yep. Don't kill that. Yep. So, you know, so that's that's what. It so, to go. question for you guys: How did you feel about his whole one week moratorium on on hostilities? Once he had him, once he took out Ramonda, once he cut off the head. Um, how you know, and and he give y'all a week to figure your stuff out. Mourn your dead, mourn and bury your dead. But if I have to come back here, basically Wakanda is gonna be submerged in underwater. How did you- <laughs> yeah? It was it was it was you know what it was is I thought the first attack on Wakanda was gonna I was gonna get the major flood flood in the capital. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I thought when that happened, I thought uh, there's a good part in the book where like Namor is flying and a whole wave is going over the whole capital yeah. city of Wakanda, like flooding the whole. Like I thought that was going to happen. If that would have happened, that would have been a way more ballsier and visual thing. And and if they had just done that, and that's how Ramonda died. Yeah. And 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 again, to answer your mm-hmm. question, Josh, I thought it was. I thought it was it was it was weak. I thought it was weak. I thought it was silly mm. because here you have you just murdered their queen. You've you've destroyed their. You've basically flooded their city, killed a bunch of their people, um, and you have them at a point where now what they want more than anything is revenge. Let's mm-hmm. not even put no blinders on our eyes here. We're talking about a sovereign mm-hmm. state. A sovereign nation that just attacked and killed mm-hmm. its monarch. For you to believe, even in that, and again, that talks to his arrogance. Right. But at the same time, why not you? 
knew that they wouldn't partner with you before. They used deception. They they tricked you and got the and as a result, your one of your people died. Why would you trust that in one week's time they would not re they would not you know launch another regroup? Pack. Yep, regroup and launch right. attack and plan another attack? It's similar to the why uh, in season eight of Game of Thrones when 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 Daenerys is flying back to Dragonstone and then the dragon gets killed. I'm like. Y'all gave Cersei a whole month or two to rebuild yep. her army, to re-strategize. Yep. Did you really think you would just be able to go back home and not have a bomb mm-hmm. waiting yeah. on you? Yeah. And I, I think that's that part was like again kind of weakening weakening the villain of the of the, the protagonist, I mean the antagonist yes. of the story, where it was just like we're you're bringing him up to an edge where he's unforgivable, but they're like, ah, let me give you guys a little grace for no reason at all. Yeah. Just yeah. Let you me know. give him a redeemable window, yeah. right? Even though what he just did was in total line with how monarchs and conquerors operate. So we're not going to, we can't throw the moral whip at him just yeah. yet. But let's say then he brings that wave and he's bringing it and it's coming towards New York City. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I'm sad. Like, and then the Black Panther is the only thing that stops yep. him. I'm, that would have been dope. I don't want to blame. Say that again. That so I don't know. I don't think it's nobody to blame because again, they came out with a good script. Yeah. But I think this. This is what I mean by you can see that that script that was now written was one that was written out of um, probably with hate. Mm, yeah. With, with to, to get it done because they they had they were now. This is one of those worst things that happen in life where the where someone passes and it has to start, but they're already far ahead. Where I'm pretty sure they were shooting at some at some yeah. point, um, um, or at least close mm-hmm. to it. Now to have to go back and redo everything, this is the result. It's it's good because it has talent behind it, but you see where it was more of a rush job than it was something genuine. Because I thought that. That that battle on that whatever that rig was, I just like I'm like, where's the scale in that? Like, what what's why is it so compact? Hmm. Like, couldn't you it not started there and then you try to lure them on land? But I guess that that's the fight's over. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) not the Neymar on land, but. I just thought maybe something a little more visual right there. Yeah, it felt uh, a little less camera freneticness. Yeah, with the it, it was the cool, camera. but it just, I don't know, it felt anticlimactic almost. Like, I like Riri's the thing. I like the Dora Minaj. I like the Midnight Angels. Like, I like the pieces of it, but then there was no, like, I don't know. It just felt kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool, but it didn't feel like a, like a, a major battle it almost felt like a like a an hour like hour one battle not like a hour three mm. battle you know i mean yeah the fight between um uh is it oh yeah oh yo oh yeah how you pronounce it oh yeah oh yeah i keep saying oh yoki uh oh yeah um the fight the first fight between her and big blue was a little bit more intense than yeah. the second. Oh, yeah. Um, but obviously, he was more improved at that point. Um, but, yeah, I think I give it I give it a lot of credit for what it did under the circumstances. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Because I think that's what you have to take in consideration with this film is that 
the circumstances were right unique. and not ideal. Totally. totally. So exactly. So not Cam, ideal. Um, you and I talked about this before the before the movie came out, and I'm a little disappointed that they didn't lean into this at all. If you introduce Atuma, you got to introduce the fact that he's trying to depose Namor. Yeah. Because that's his whole hundred percent. So big blue that you were talking about that that fought on the on the on the highway that you were talking about that just that um just now that fought um Okoye, that's Atuma. So Atuma is basically his uh, Namor's foil. Um, um, In command, he's the ocean master to Namor's command. I was gonna say the ocean master, basically, without being his brother. Yeah. 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 Right. And. And they did. I think that's the one thing too. It's like they had comic book known characters that were kind of like Namor. Yeah, Namor right? there. Namor. Yeah, yeah, like Namor yeah. was there. Atuma was there. And again, they show them as kind of like lieutenants. Okay, cool. But they didn't really spike. Hey, cousin. You know, like like one line of dialogue. Damn it. Okay, that could have yeah. Some character development. Yeah, you're right. The character development, I think, for the for could have been better. Yeah, the sporting class would have been a lot better. I think they could have done. You could have given it a lot of new ones if you had just like that one line where you know uh, Namor says X Y Z thing, and Atuma is like, "Well, as your general, I think we should blah 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 blah." And then there you go, Namor is like, "Nah," and he said, "We do what I say." And then Atuma is like, "Well, for now." You know what I mean? Something, something that alludes yeah, to they, there wasn't those. They didn't make those good on on those moments. The that is time where they that should dude. have done that. Yeah, and that's important because on the one hand, you, again, you want you're trying to make Neymar less of a villain and more of an antihero to show that this isn't an mm-hmm. evil guy, but. Around him, you just have these kind of drones yes, that yeah. just do what yes men and, and Namora and Namora are not, and that. it doesn't. Yeah, right. And that feels like there was missed opportunities to have them really flesh out again, flesh out what the sort of situation on the ground is in uh, in Talakan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in the same way with Wakanda, like what is the political situation? Every monarchy has entry and court games and all kind of stuff. People who want to rise above the, their station and are you willing to use power. Even the first Black Panther yep. had that with the whole, uh, they mentioned it with, um, what's his name? Okoye's um, husband. Daniel, yep. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, that was dope. And, and Mbaku, which was challenging him. Like, I like that. Yeah, it was exactly. good that they showed when, that conflict to show, like, hey, not everybody's down with Chitala and everybody else. Yeah, not everybody falls into, and that what that's what made the whole, you know, when um, Killmonger takes over, you know, he can use his because he does brain claw, so he can use his his this. He did a coup without it being overly violent. Yeah. The only person he got violent with was right. the yeah. yeah, that was that was and that, that was, was, that was in the, right. That you were about to say is in accordance with with uh, with Wakandan rule, right? Yep. Yeah. So so yeah. So all right. So final words. I'm gonna give it to Josh first. Where do you want to see Wakanda go from here? Um. Well, I think D had a, a a pretty good point. I think there's there's a lot of development just of Wakanda as character in the films 
that I think you are that you don't get and and could go could could definitely do with some exploring. Um, I think you could flesh out. Well, I mean, they're not Wakanda. I was gonna say you could flesh out Atuma, uh, but I think we already kind of touched on that. But um, but yeah, I think I think um, giving Okoye more to do, giving like I think you could do you could easily do a Dora Milaje uh television series and everybody will watch the hell out of that because there's a lot of story just around them sort of being like you know the things that they do to keep the to keep uh yeah. uh the the nation of wakanda safe that nobody ever knows about they're the cia they're they're the military and the cia all in one shot and you know they travel yeah. the world and do what they do nobody really blinks at the fact that they're you know now that now, now that wakanda is uh is a is a player on the world stage, so are the Doras. That that makes total yeah. sense. I, so, right. you know, yeah. fleshing yeah. out things like that and giving them more to do than just you know be at the beck and call of the king, which is part of their job. To be fair, um, I think if if I if I had my way, those are the two things that I would that I would say get a little bit more fleshing out. What we talked about in terms of Wakanda as a nation and they sort of. You know, in the same way, <clears throat> in the same way, you can't make a Miami Vice movie without Miami being sort of a character in the film, uh, or the same way that you can't make Heat, you you can't watch Heat and not feel like downtown LA is a character in the film. I think Wakanda is equal parts uh, locale and character. So yeah, yeah no, that, that's, that's what that's, I. That's a good. That's a good one. I would, I think for me, yeah, I would want I would want to see like kind of what we said earlier, like more grounded level stuff about Wakanda, geopolitical po- uh, politics. Mm-hmm. Like give give me uh give me Wakanda undercover, <laughs> like just yeah. beat beat cops in the Wakanda, just like just solve the crime crimes that nobody like, ever hears in the about. realm. Like not every- exactly. Like it's not this. It's not all you know uh, barbecues and freaking Henny you know, just running out here and just in the in Wakanda. But like there's like you know the shady Did characters, the there's the underworld. There's this. There's you know. <laughs> Also, there was a lot of exposition about certain things, like the the university being equivalent to a Wakandan, uh, uh, an American university being equivalent to a Wakandan, uh, like graduate school. I like that. That was good. I like them mentioning that the iPhone was primitive. It's like, okay, well, show me a little bit of of why that why that makes sense. Like, don't just keep telling us this, and then and then only time we see that. Is with um, with uh, Shuri or when the Dora Milaje are in in the field yeah, or, yeah. or the Panther. It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think that's the part for me. Like like you said, like that world building stuff. It's like we we hear it's a lot of exposition. We rarely get to see it, and so we don't get not anymore. We used to always get to see this yeah. stuff in the MCU, yeah. and like now it's like we get a lot of this, and we never get to see um, any of this stuff like actually going down or, or taking place. Like I said, it would have been a lot funner if Riri Williams was a part of some program in which she was already interacting with Wakanda or Wakandans. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some nuance about, you know, what do Wakanda is there any Wakandans that disagree with Sharon yep. Tech and doing all this stuff? Yep. Like, you know, give us give us more than just the yes men and the, like who's who on that council 
would be a, like you know the one lady is like yo give them like, <laughs> give the science it's all good <laughs> like you know give them give it to it like what does it have to do yep. with us you know what I mean? like it's i think it's, it's almost um, like you know in um what was it uh like in batman beyond it's in the future and like they have a gang called the jokers that's based off of the joker and like they're right. inspired by him. Is there going to be is there any mini killmongers in in Wakanda? Because like clearly, exactly. clearly he he inspires some people. So right. I you would expect that like there's a whole little group of mini killmongers out here causing uh basically being rebels and revolutionaries against the monarchy. You know, like something like that. Like I think that part would for me. I I would love to see more, like you said, more ground on the ground level, more show not tell, um, and that aspect of it, um. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I think that's what it was. That's you know what? That's where we're gonna leave. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before um, we leave. You know what? Everyone before we leave, gonna, oh, we, we, we we missed the, we missed something. Uh, are oh, we gonna scale it one to ten? Or are we gonna scale it on one to ten? Hold on. Before we do that, I want to say that I was really impressed by the naming of the AI as. Oh, Bruce. that was amazing. Yes. Because shout out yes, to Trevor Noah. Because. Um, for those who don't know, and Grio is spelled G-R-I-O-T. Yep. Um, it's a good detail, Yvonne. The Griots in uh, ancient um, African um, tradition were, um, and I believe West African specifically, were um, the keepers of oral tradition yeah. and, and and of history. That so that was really good that they, that they um, Ryan Coogler has, is, is, great at that with his writing and and so that that was a good touch with um the name of Shout the, yeah. no, right. with the that, voice that, of the ai yeah that was really really cool um who, who, trevor yeah. noah, trevor I said, noah. shout out to trevor noah i didn't even yeah, realize that i i thought the voice sounded familiar i was like that was what is that? yeah i didn't look it up oh, that's awesome yeah, yeah that was really good um all right you know what numbering all right I, for me i'm gonna give it a strong eight I'm gonna give it a strong okay. eight, eight out of ten. A strong eight out of ten. Uh, D'Angelo, I think you should come and be last. <laughs> Josh, go ahead. <laughs> um, having given uh, the first one a nine and taking off a whole point for really shoddy sh- CG at the end, uh, I think this lands in an eight for me as well. That's fair. That's yep. Fair. And then D, seven and a half. That lines up. Seven point five. <laughs> yeah. That right lines there. up. He's I, usually I a half a point to a whole point uh, less than me for more critical reasons. Yep. Well, well, and I think um, I can't argue with the eight because I think, again, I just look at the circumstances that, that these writers had to deal with and to, to kind of pull off something that still lands, I, I can't not give them anything low high i can't give them anything lower than the right. seven and a half but for the but for the the reasons of i think marvel is still running in place with a mm. lot of these stories and not really um moving the needle to a place that feels exciting the, the needle was moved let's not make any mistake about that in terms of just building to something you know iron hard and future black panther movies and all that stuff um, and obviously Thunderbolts and all that stuff. But the, in the phase one, in each individual movie, there, whether it be in the, the, the 
credit scene or whatever, there was a significant moving of the goalposts, either for that character or for the overarching um, mm. world. You know, at the end of Iron Man, Nick Fury showing up and saying, I'm putting a team together. It's like, right. what? <laughs> like, really? So, you know what I mean? And, and, and the fact that that was all just kind of like a like, uh, uh, let's just do that. And then it turned into this whole tradition that's still going on 20 years later. I'm looking around me and the credits are rolling and people haven't even moved. Yep. And I was like, trained. 20 years ago, <laughs> people would have been climbing over each other to get out of a two hour, two and a half yep. hour movie. Uh, but now they sit and they wait for the credits. Now, now so, if there's if there's only if there's only one, they're like, what? There's only one? There's a second oh, dude. one. <laughs> yeah. I left the post credit after the first post credit scene well the one post credit scene i got up and mm-hmm. went to the bathroom and back to where i with my friends when i go when i go with them and they weren't there i walked back into the theater credits are still rolling these fools are sitting in the seats i was like you gotta like <laughs> train got a word you know so, Got him trained. Yeah, my policy now is I, I'll read what happened in the class, yeah. especially if it's been on for two hours. Before. Yeah, exactly. I'm not no about to keep no sitting here yeah. for another 10. I'm yep. sorry. Um, but yeah, seven and a half. Right. Do you that's, do that too? Yeah, that's a solid. Do you that's do that too, Kim? You just bounce before you watch? Uh, nah, if it's a. No, nah, I've been I've been pretty much staying for most okay. of the credits. I've, I've only I don't think I've only missed anyone's nowadays. Now, if I feel a little weird about the movie and I and or if I feel like that's enough, mm, they ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't have nothing else to say. They're not chancing, and then I'll just I would say the only post credit scene I did not stay for an entire of all any Marvel related mm-hmm. movie was X Men Three. I left immediately when that ended. I left. I did not know that Professor X was still alive until about three years. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, they, I, I didn't even really think about. I didn't even consider any of the. Fox yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. I was like, I, I was so mad at that movie. I took my shoe off. I was gonna throw it at the screen with the girl that was. Oh, with me. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you don't understand. I was upset. Hi, anyways, you know what? That's a whole. Yeah, I was. I- <laughs> that movie as well, but as you say, before we um, go down that rabbit that, hole, let's let's. Yep, that's a, that's a whole other podcast. But on, on this um, recording, <laughs> yep. Oh, oh yeah, because you know these guys will go about X Men, like especially with the oh. movies too. I'm already, I'm already upset. I need a drink. I'm already upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks for listening. As always, uh, this is Blurry Lines. Yeah, out. Hasta. Awesome.